Oh boy. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Society. I'm your host, Mr. Art and Noise. I'm with my beautiful co-host. And wife. And wife. Miss Sweet Coco Loco. I was saying, ooh boy, because we are sitting here watching Fire on Netflix. Not sure um, how similar this is to the Fire Fraud. I know it's probably pretty similar. Um, That's on Hulu. But um, we're sitting here just in shock about Billy McFarlane, the biggest fraudulent white man I know in the world right now. Um, Yo, he is tripping. Like, he really... Like, you have nothing else better to do with your date than scam people. Scam of a lifetime. All these people bought these tickets... And we're pretty much watching it past the part of past the fire festival after he's already went to jail, bailed out of jail, and he's still trying to do this shit again. I just feel selling Met Gala tickets. I feel bad for everybody who was involved, including the island of the Bahamas, like and those people who he just he worked them to the bone and didn't pay a soul. It's just so sad. The lady who was speaking, like I literally was like. Everybody works hard, but because Caribbean people come from such small places, like we work even harder and for somebody to take away your hard work, not even, not even take it. You pay like rape you. Yeah. But yeah, that's more rape because he he promised all this bullshit said, yeah, the money's on the way. The money's on the way and nothing happens. No. Like $1.5 million went to the island, went to, uh, was worth of work, went to the island on building the stage, the catering. None of those people got paid that money, which was, you know, worth their uh, rate of, you know, work, how much they worked. I know I'm not saying that right. And and people wonder why sometimes we're not so trusting. Like people love. Nobody gonna trust no white man. Fuck no. (laughs) But people love to come. And and it makes us as island people sometimes, or I'm gonna speak for mm-hmm. myself, um, you know, weary of people when they come and they just like, they use your surrounding nature and they fuck you over on your own place that you live. Yeah, like that. Ma- that makes you just so resentful of other people. And that that this shit is throwing me off. How detailed he did this how he you know kept so much under wraps um you know using the money that he was getting from investors to pay other companies that he was in debt with and then putting other people in debt like bro he's a scammy scammer like oh my gosh that is ridiculous getting all these models in trouble and all these people advertise for it and just the literally like the title says the biggest party that never happened this is wild it's it's just it's crazy very crazy Mm. really crazy what oh my gosh but um other than that welcome back to another episode um (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna drop we're gonna are we gonna try to drop two a week just to stay on the consistency level and trying to keep things flowing we are definitely gonna try our best all right 
I say no less than one. Yeah, no less than one. No less than one. We'll no, keep it like that. No more than two for yeah, now. No more than two, no less than one. Yeah. Um, so you had a something you wanted to get off your chest? Um yeah. Um both of us kind of ran into this yeah. ending yeah. 2018. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it kind of still comes up every now and again. Mm-hmm. But basically um what is it older versus yeah basically um i get what you're trying to say mm-hmm. without like reading it on yeah. the paper <laughs> but like basically us both being in not right here uh <laughs> us being us being in positions of power at work um management and supervisor and having to uh direct or, coach. or delegate or coach someone who's older than you, but their position is lower. It is the struggle of a lifetime to struggle. have to, you know, tell someone who is older than you what to do and you need it done because it affects your job. And they're really looking Billy McFarlane. Sorry, pause. Billy McFarlane was sentenced to six years in federal prison and, and agreed to a lifetime ban of serving corporate organizations. Mm. Damn, so he in jail right now. Ja Rule? No, not Ja oh. Rule. <gasps> but he had a big role in it too. Okay, I'm done with this. Fuck fire. Anyways, um, <laughs> so like I was saying, it's truly tough to um, delegate, coach, Someone who's older than you, um, who is stuck in their ways, don't want to. I mean, sometimes flat out, they don't want to listen to you because you're younger than them. Yeah. It's not even position. It's literally age. Mm-hmm. It's literally, you know, nah, you you ain't, you know, I'm in my mid to late 30s. You in your younger 20s and late 20s. Like, why would I listen to you? I, yeah. I go through that issue a lot. Or it comes as like, okay, well all you 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 get kind of spurts of it where they'll listen to you mm-hmm. or you'll get to a point where it's like I, i'm wondering if it's um there's no maturity level like nah. for me on my part on mine that's gone like no maturity level mm-hmm. you act like you're way younger than me because of your small little temper tantrums you have i don't get that too much not temper tantrums mm-hmm. but like just like you can't you can't take the high road and be a bigger person mm-hmm. sometimes when I give you advice about certain things and you don't see it, you always are kind of like, what was me? I'm older, I should get the respect and all this kind of crap. Mm-hmm. And I'm like That's the thing though. <laughs> I respect everybody in my workplace, um, older or younger, and I mm-hmm. actually think I am the youngest at my workplace I really I don't know I think I am but um I mean that's a pretty wild thing like the youngest is 28 I think I'm the only yeah the youngest is 20 (laughs) but um but yeah I um I respect everybody I treat everybody the same way I talk to everybody the same way um I don't know yeah it's it's really it's really difficult to you you always get the oh my gosh um now they're hiring all these young people and they don't know anything and 
this and that and you always constantly are kind of like having to defend yourself because you those comments are like I'm yeah I'm younger than you and Mm -hmm. I got this job but Mm -hmm. you know just like you have experience whether I've been working in you know however long in the business um you know they probably see in these people that they have value and they're wanting to hire these people um for those certain things but just because you can't see the value in which they hired that person doesn't mean that you can degrade them for being young or mm-hmm. x mm-hmm. y and z you know yeah, yeah yeah and then for me um i have a particular situation that i want to bring up um so like i said i am the youngest we recently had a temp for the holidays and uh he was 23 no, 26, 23 or 26. And um, what is really funny is I love this guy. He's the hardworking, speed um, driven young man that I need on my team when it comes to, you know, operations. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, with him being younger, I don't really care about age. I want to see you work. I want to see you, you know, do the job. And I have um, someone on my team who is older than me who got a little offended when I mentioned that in a few months, you know, this this guy might be here right with us. So he might be, you know, if my if my position goes up, he could be taking my position and she got offended. So I'm just being dead honest. It ain't about age. He put in the work. He's going to get that job right? like flat out. I don't know what she did, what she expected, but better tighten up, better tighten up. That's how I felt. <laughs> I it's I I think it's also hard when um, they claim to not understand, like, or they claim to have high expectations for people, mm-hmm. and when they don't meet they so it's like don't meet them themselves and don't meet them themselves so it's like oh yeah i understand you know that this person's young i understand that but you still have this high expectation for them but they can mess up i understand they're young they're gonna mess up but yet you're still getting mad at them for being young and messing up yeah, and at, at at that point, it's like take age out of it. Right. Are they messing up because they're young, or is or, or is it they're messing up because they're new here and they mm-hmm. don't know what to do? Which right. that seems like the case. Which is val, you know, that's valid. Mm-hmm. That that holds a little bit of weight and goes a little bit out. Um, but you can't keep talking about you know, oh they're young and you know, but they're young. Like make up your mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's okay, but it's not okay. But I, I hate to hear that, that, oh, they're young. They don't know anything. Mm. They, they don't, they don't have this as much experience as I do. Where are they going to get it from? But they just started first job. At the same point in time, I think also older people also have to realize that, yes, while my experience is not your experience, Mm -hmm. we both have things that are different to bring to the table, Mm -hmm. um, and of course you may say oh i don't understand something or um it's not that i don't understand something my outlook and the things that 
that I know are from my experience and from my generation, Mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to your experience and your generation. Mm -hmm. But neither one is wrong. Mm -hmm. Neither one is wrong nor right. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I think that that's sometimes what, you know, older people who work with younger people forget. Yeah. Is, and, yeah. And one thing on me is um working with someone who's older who hasn't been in the company as long as I have. Mm-hmm. So even if you have age, you do not have the wisdom that comes with being with the company for eight years and you've only been here two or three. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna know how I work, why the way I work, because I already know the the uh company culture. Like, so I'm just trying to, as I know the, the, the conversation is about age, but sometimes I throw it out yeah. because it has nothing to do with it. You exactly. Know, I've been here eight years, you know. Going this on, is going the on. most immature. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. It, it happens. And it's funny because I'm, I'm the most aged in the company in my entire store. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've been there, pat, you know, surpassing five years. Everybody else is five or under. So I'm like, I've seen way more different changes in this company than you have in these eight years. And um, they they got to respect that. That has nothing to do with age. I started when I was young. Mm-hmm. I just been here. Yeah. And you, you got to take the age shit out of it. Yeah. So mm-mm. I think the old respect your elders. Ah, I forgot that shit. Exactly. <laughs> oh God, it's your exactly. Respect because me. You gotta give respect to earn respect, though. Mm-hmm. And you know, respect isn't just oh because I'm older, you're giving it. No, no. Mm-hmm. that's not how. That's not, it's not how it works. Um, it's 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 tough, and it and it gets tough sometimes because you're like, okay, you're not senile, but <laughs> you're not senile, but it's just kind of like. Like, why am I always having to be the one to be like, hey, like, this is, this is. Do you have a lot of the same conversations over and over with your older um, coworkers? Yeah. Who are under you? Because you're the assistant manager, so. Yeah. um, I don't know. Like, in in 2018, it was just constantly, like, a drama Mm -hmm. with one particular person who is the eldest and didn't really know how to apologize for certain situations so doesn't know how to apologize period mm-hmm. um there's different things that were hurting people but mm-hmm. that person would never apologize for it mm-hmm. and it was just constantly trying to have a conversation with with that particular person mm-hmm. and it was kind of like meeting a wall it was like oh yeah like I get what you're saying, but, but, yeah. and I'm like, okay, then you don't get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like if there's a, but you a hundred percent don't get what I'm saying. Yeah. And, um, that's not to switch too many gears, but, um, yeah. basically that just means you're listening to respond and not listening to understand. Yeah. And a lot of people do that in the workplace. Mm-hmm. I've learned that like, especially, um, these past few months and, um, the ending of my 2018 with work and going through my reviews and everything and actually being in on a review of someone else who was mm-hmm. um, beneath me for the first time 
Um, it's different. It's very it's so different. different. Yeah, to be kind of hosting that and taking it into that direction, like you know. And then if I'm they done. ask you where you're, like, do you have any feedback about it? It's, it's so. And I really, I'll be talking for them to just understand, but I don't really want to dive more into it. It's so tough to be the person that's like, okay, well, this is, you know, my feedback on it. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I feel like it just, it just becomes a point. It's just like, okay, we work together. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and at points that you try to, you try to protect people. So you don't kind of get the backlash of it kind of go ahead you know what i'm talking about yeah but i'm 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 not protecting anyone anymore because yeah. actually cuz i'm at the point where if i protect you i could hurt my own chances of growth yes you got to mess up yeah because if you you have to mess up and learn how to fix it on your own mm-hmm. and, you know i can only tell you the right way once i can't tell you again and I can't protect you after that. Yeah. Because then you're going to hinder my growth. And then if you do that, then one of us is gone. Yeah. And I and I I think I I definitely learned that. Like I'm not I'm not taking on anybody else's drama or anybody else's stress or and petty issues they want to change in the, in the yeah. location. Or or the. Yeah, and I and I can no longer hold your hand to be a support to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this, and you don't do shit. No. Like, I got I've gotten to the point <laughs> where in my like touch bases and reviews and things, I always tell my next leader manager. I, I swear I say this every review. I say we all work the same forty hours a week. Why don't they know the basics? Why don't they know how to do the basic things to do our everyday job? I don't get it. Yeah. Same 40 hours a week. We're here more than we are home. Why are you guys still messing up on the same things? But I think it's just, I don't know. Yeah, and that's all age ranges. That's old and young. I, I just feel like maybe some people have a fear of excelling. Like it's going to all of a sudden mm. like... Like, I, I think that's really what it is. It's a fear of excelling and, like, stepping outside of your comfort zone. Yes. That people, it's not like they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Or they want something for nothing. Yeah. And that comes with being afraid of your own, you know, stepping out your own box. Mm-hmm. Because I have someone who, I'm, who I work with who, you know, wants to do, you know, wants my position, mm-hmm. rightfully so. Um, because you're in back of house and operations, mm-hmm. but you also want to do uh, a visuals because we work in retail. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, I feel like you know, to get there, you have to prove that you got that you're going to do um, your job in the back. Yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta do one, what the he- do what the hell you were not, hired for. One may not you know 100 percent connect to it, but mm-hmm. it's like you gotta prove your worth in one spot to get to the next. Exactly. So I I think yeah that that whole fear of excelling, I I think it's just really a thing of of comfort. Yeah. 
and but you got to do your job that's the only way to but excel but you don't want more responsibility but excelling comes with it you want title with no responsibility attached but to it but you got to do your job to, ex- yeah. to excel like it don't make no damn sense like, well, like one doesn't come without the other yeah I don't know. I just feel like you can't do simple. Like, I hate to find that person that's like, oh, yeah, like, this is not. I don't only want to be a sales associate. Fine and well. That's that's perfect. You don't want to do that. You want to get somewhere in life. And you want to get to, like, where I am as an assistant manager. But yet, you have problems like apologizing. Mm-hmm. Knowing when to step back and take your emotions out of things. Taking accountability for your for your things you've created. Don't do that. As an assistant manager, you have to be a person who is accountable, Mm -hmm. a person who takes who um literally takes the emotion out of um out of certain things. Mm -hmm. And if you can't do that, then you're not going to be a great manager. Mm -hmm. And that's just the truth. Yeah. It is. You you have to you have to have those hard conversations. I just had my first hard conversation, you know, uh being a supervisor at that, you know, and telling somebody, you gotta do this better. You you gotta be on this time frame. And if you don't, they not looking at me, you know, to fix this issue. They're gonna look at you like you messed up. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm. Yeah. I hate the hard conversations. <laughs> they, they 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 flip me out, man. They yeah. Out. yeah. Mm-hmm. But um. I don't have to add no more because I ain't for it. <laughs> On to another topic mm-hmm. that I was thinking about while we're here. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about my social media experiments that I. Oh boy, go ahead. That I did. Before. Kind of. It wasn't. Posted to be a social media experiment. But you turned it into one. But it turned into one. And before you even hop in, I'll probably be back mid February. I'm not. I'm. I'm just taking a break from social media right now. Like, I. I don't know. Something about it is like you know. I just need a break from it. Right. But what did you do? So what I did is I basically posted. You know those. Um, those posts that go around on on Facebook talking mm-hmm. about oh um it starts off with a story but at the end it's not the story it starts off with a story. story but in the end it's it's not the story like this it's one said not you. It's not you when you go to the hospital thinking you have a virus because you're vomiting and you find out that you're pregnant lord i'm not keeping it a secret um this time i'm so thankful and then you have like the little hashtags pregnant two months mother of 2019 whatever girl or boy yada 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 and then at the end of it it goes this point this post is from someone on facebook just wanted to know if you really read my post until the end then copy it to see who really reads everything Mm -hmm. so as you guys know if you've listened or if you've seen my page Mm -hmm. um we're going through our fertility journey and it has been thus far hard for us to get pregnant and even before this process i've always found those posts to be super insensitive and i'm not a person who really takes things personal 
Um, but those things really somehow they get underneath my skin. So what part of it was um, insensitive to you? The very ending? Um. Or the beginning? The end. The ending. The ending of this is kind of a fake post because oh, okay. there are so many women that are that would love to have that feeling of going to the doctor and figuring out that oh my yeah, gosh I'm pregnant you yeah. know and those are things that you would totally love to happen mm-hmm. and those those are things that I would love to happen to me mm-hmm. but I think it's insensitive to fake that you are pregnant for somebody to then copy and paste the same thing and be like oh ha 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 like it's a joke like yeah. why are you joking that you're pregnant like these are things that mm-hmm. some women some women can't get pregnant at all yeah. at all and you're over here joking mm-hmm. um so and it, it bothers me that it's it's always passed around even for april fool's jokes mm-hmm. sonograms are um like ultrasound pictures are posted mm-hmm. and oh we're pregnant we're having twins and ha 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 got you like mm. that's well, i think um, not i think before I'm gonna try to wrap this round back to you. Mm-hmm. So before I um, left social media, I started unfollowing things, mm-hmm. uh, people who didn't inspire me, um, refollowing new things and new things that um, would inspire me. I think that's to wrap it back to you, like you know, so you don't have to experience or see those things. You gotta really structure your page to see what you want because you have all the control to you know what you're exposed to you have the control so to not see those things it starts with the main people you follow um it was on facebook though that i seen it uh, facebook's a little tough yeah it well, was on facebook and but I you posted on instagram i posted it on instagram oh, okay to, well for instagram mm-hmm. it starts with who you, you follow can hide things yeah, which i know i'm not even going there it starts with who you follow. Mm-hmm. It starts with what you like. And then, you know, that algorithm actually changes your Explorer page. Right. So, like, I, right before I got off, I was following a lot of yoga pages, um, some black uh, yoga instructors, um, some motivational uh, quote type pages. Mm-hmm. And that really changed my um my explorer page and that's all i saw was yoga stretching inspiration and this um, is like the explorer page where you go and they have all the videos and mm-hmm. pictures and yeah stuff. all that extra stuff i that, don't really but that's a thing like but, i don't but, really but, go no, in there no i know but i'm saying what you start with on your main page that you gotcha. scroll it, it just travels over there so your whole entire instagram is um, gotcha. is all one thing. Gotcha. You know, you you know what you expose yourself to. Mm-hmm. So, um, but maybe that's where you need to start. And you know, I know Facebook's a little tougher, and you can't really do that. The algorithm's a little different. But yeah. I, mean, I don't think I've. You gotta I just control what you what you're exposed to. I, you have all control for that. I mean, I don't think I have really run into that issue really mm-hmm. um on instagram but i have of course like tons of times and like year after year it's like an april fool's joke a mm-hmm. thing like on facebook i've run into that so many times mm-hmm. um but anyways i posted it on instagram mm-hmm. um just to tell people how insensitive it was and mm-hmm. it kind of proved my point People 
don't read it. People don't read it. Mm. People never read my caption that I had underneath that specific post. Nah. Um, That's why I try to keep them short and sweet now. And nobody reading. It's nobody reads. So people's read, attention span are so fucking short. They literally scroll, double tap, scroll. Yeah, That's and the, they don't. They don't read anything. Mm-hmm. It could be like go play in traffic or fuck yourself or mm-hmm. you know whatever something you know. That is seriously mixed. Yeah, yeah. A a nice note mixed in something like you know, kind of different. With if you like this, you'll die tomorrow, or like some dumb shit. Yeah, mixed in with some dumb shit, like some some chain letter shit. You read the nice shit, and then you didn't realize on the bottom it said like this if you're like this if you're stupid, like like dumb shit like that. But so it just proved my point. Like somebody went and almost wrote oh my god congratulations didn't read it read it it, and deleted the comment so i didn't get to see who posted it Mm. um but i'm like i i ended up deleting the post altogether because i was just like this is not my point some people got what i was gonna say but some people really didn't read the whole picture and didn't read my caption and it just was going to make for probably an emotional roller coaster that I didn't you need it. N- yeah, you I didn't need, it. need. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna delete it. Like it everybody, I wasn't <laughs> my cousin. I was on the phone with her today. She was like, I was really gonna be like, yo, she posted this and she didn't even tell me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, if I ever, I'm like, if it comes to down to our baby announcement, that's not how I'm posting it. Nah, like probably be something way different. Yeah, something and cuter. Be, and best believe, one, it won't be no motivational quote. It'll be a real picture. And then all the people who need to know will know before a picture yeah. is posted. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I'm like, I'm going to tell my fam, like my close friends and my mm-hmm. close and my family. Yeah, that'll be... A post on inst- on Instagram, Facebook, all of that will be strategically planned. Mm-hmm. That will not come random. It'll not be like hashtag this, hashtag that. Like okay. that is not me. I'm not a hashtag person. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just it it blew my mind. It blew my mind. There were some people that were like, "Oh, like I completely understand like what you're going through." Um, you know. An old coworker of mine was just like, "Oh, this is what I tried, you know, when I was getting pregnant." And I was like, "I was like, thank you so much." And like another girl who I used to play soccer with, she gave, she was just like, "Yeah, I know." She was like, "I totally agree. It's super insensitive." Mm-hmm. And like those are the kind of comments that I've ex- I expected, but I never really expected people to be like, "Oh my god, congratulations!" And then I was just like, "Okay, mm-hmm. y'all." Y'all really, you know. Some people missed the point. They just yeah. missed it. And it really proves that Instagram is really just a scroll and a tap because you just mm-hmm. liking things for the sake of liking things and yeah, not man. really reading them. Like we've really, you know, almost switching gears here again. Like we really have lost the attention span that we used to have before social media. Like it's not the same. Like, yeah. We just. We're not all here. We're not all paying attention. We yeah. got to pay attention, man. I think we're so used to... Like, I, I know, like, before when I... I wouldn't say I was addicted to Instagram, but, like, when you started to get used to Instagram and then you would go on things like Facebook and you try to double tap the picture to, yeah, like, it, like it and yeah. it wouldn't work. That and you're like, you what the fuck? That, that mean you in it too long. Yeah. That mean it too long. So... 
Man. I would go on. I would. I would go on Snapchat. Double tapping. Yeah. yeah, like I'm double tapping, fuck around, go to the next page. Like, <laughs> your finger is so used to doing, doing the double tap. It's muscle memory. Yeah. It's muscle memory. It's, yeah, that's it. Your phone is in your hand, you automatically going double tap it because it's just it's an instant thing. It's yeah. instant. Uh, um Yeah, that really proved my point and I don't know if um <laughs> I think if I post something like that, that's, oh my God, mm-hmm. that's, um, it'll be in my infertility story, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, because the comments, some of them were, were yeah, stupid crazy. and I'm sorry if you feel offended by me saying, uh, you're stupid, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you definitely didn't read my shit and Yeah. <laughs> you fell away. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. I mean, but it was interesting that you did that and kind of, you know, turned it into something else, uh, just to see, like, you know, what was going on. Because, um, like I said, I don't think people really, you know, yeah, because- when it comes to things like that, something so serious, you know, I really don't care to post that because, mm-hmm. you know, some people who you follow, they, you know, they don't care. You know, you know, there's a different way of finding, you know, the people who care, the people who, you know, text or call you, they care. Not not social media. Yeah. Where it's a mixture of emotions and people. And, you know, I know I can't, you know, change anybody's outlook and everybody's going to post what they want to post. But you I guess my whole reason of post reposting that on my Instagram Mm -hmm. and like the caption that I said, you know, about insensitivity was basically just to just kind of put, put that into people's heads. Mm -hmm. Like, are you really thinking when you post these things? Um, are you thinking about other people or are you just thinking about what the comments will be? And like Mm -hmm. the last that people will, will have to say like, you know, but are you thinking of that one friend who's going through, infertility issues Mm -hmm. you probably aren't like and is that friend really your friend if you're if you know you may or may not go know what they're i don't know Mm -hmm. i i just think you know there's certain things you think about posting and you don't post them Mm -hmm. you know why post this yeah that's true i've definitely come across a couple pictures where it's just like I don't know if I'm about to really post it because right. you got to think of it, you know, when you post it, people think that's how you are. And it's like when you get to that one photo, you're like, do I really feel like this? Like, would I really post this? That's, right. that's what social media is. Or it's like posting. Do I want somebody to post an do I want somebody to post an ugly picture of me and have other people laugh at it and comment on it? Mm-hmm. But you don't want someone to post that. Because you your feelings will be hurt. Yeah. But you same thing with words. Words same hurt thing with just words. as words. They hurt. Yeah. Same thing with, you know, a feeling or and that's that's what the post you posted. That would I understand why you posted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And why so. you why you commented the way you did. Yeah. Yeah, I just I was I I was just like I can't <laughs> with everybody's comments. Like it just it also you. it also kind of just made me think like I don't think that if I'm going to announce it that I'm going to announce it in a picture 
maybe maybe not maybe, if we yeah. like but maybe in a story because people can't comment on that shit they comment on stories they can yeah. well only if you, you do the, the answer box oh the no, dm i mean mm-hmm. i don't know but i mean but that's not a priority of how we're going to announce it to no. people because it's really going to be mothers and close friends that's really it family and close friends start. Or maybe we just made some letters in the mail. That hey, take it back to the old days. Right. I'm pregnant. Right. <laughs> Give me a call when you get this letter. <laughs> right. Oh so, yeah. Maybe yeah. that. That be that be new. That be that be new. Maybe then. Yeah, because there are announcements. Like especially if you if you go through. Um, IUI, like, hey, I'm going through IUI, or I'm going through IVF. It's like a save the date for, Mm -hmm. you know, the process, and you never know when I'm going to get actually pregnant. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah, for real. Keep up with us on this fertility journey as we go through it, learn new things, uh, read books. Express our feelings because I think that's really what that was. You know, it's just yeah, definitely just you know getting it off our chest that you know we we just want a a smooth process as bad as possible. Um, but yeah, so I think that's all we got for this episode. Yeah, righty. So um, follow us on the Instagram. Sweet Coco was over the Instagram at Dear Society. S O C I three T Y Society. Uh, we kind of on, I'll be scrolling on Facebook from time to time. <laughs> but you don't I don't really, I don't be doing nothing on it because I'll be at work. Um, other than that, just keep up with us on Instagram and we'll be dropping more episodes. We're trying to stay consistent. That is our new word for the year. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, so all 2019. And we will be hollering at y'all. So until thanks. then. Thanks again for listening. Peace, society. Peace, society. Love y'all.